Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call it happens at this time, which is 6.40 in the morning Pacific time, 7.40 mountain time, 8.40 central time, and 9.40 eastern time. Uh, our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 program. When you're first starting out with that program, oh, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts through by putting in Frank Lomas and either TR90 or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 and you can join us live and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. That TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is your one really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal if it's possible. If not, do take it with your meals. It still works. It's just not quite as effective as it would be if you were able to take it beforehand. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily for good digestive health. Ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber for that good digestive health. That fiber also helps with satiety, which means the feeling of um, being full so that you're not feeling like you're ravenous all the time. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That exercise can be whatever you want, and you can chunk it up in a 30-minute chunk to 15-minute chunks or three 10-minute chunks, depending on what works into your lifestyle. And it could be dancing, it could be house cleaning, gardening, whatever exercise you choose. But do remember to stay hydrated. Hydration formula is usually one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you need to start out 50 ounces of water. But if you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture, which could be up to a quart in an hour. So that the recommendation there is about every 15 minutes stopping and drinking eight ounces of water if you're exercising heavily. The other thing that I always recommend that you do is try to get seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. It really um, Your body does a whole bunch of what I call system resets while you're sleeping. Uh, clears out toxins, stores memories, both muscle memories and um, brain memories, helps set your body up for making really good decisions the next day, which is really important um, because the better you plan, the better the TR90 program works for you. With that being said, as I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And today I'm sharing some information with you out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And today's topic actually happens to deal with fiber, so we will be finding out why fiber is so good for us and why we need to make sure that we are including it into our Tier 90 lifestyle. And the recommendations in the health style book dovetail and give a lot of the science behind why our TR90 program works so well. 
So health style is about habits and everyday behaviors that can boost your health profile and result in vigorous, optimum good health. No single habit is likely to turn the tide from illness to optimum health, but a pattern of good habits can help ensure a vigorous and vital future. My goal is to persuade you to adopt as many of the health style habits as you can over the course of a year so that one year from now you'll feel better than ever and 10 or 20 years from now you'll be better yet. One of the health style habits I want you to adopt is the fiber habit. Adequate fiber intake is crucial for optimum health. Back in the Paleolithic era, the typical stone-ager ate about 47 grams of fiber daily. Today, in the Western cultures, the average fiber intake is just 17 grams a day. This simply isn't enough, and in my opinion, and that's Dr. Pratt speaking, even the new food and nutrition board of the Institute of Medicine recent goal of 38 grams of fiber for adult men and 25 grams a day for adult women is low. Their goal is for people over the age of 51 is 30 grams a day for men and 21 grams a day for women. Lower because of the typical reduced calorie intake at that age. My own health style recommendations may be ambitious, but I believe the health benefits Pay off, payoffs are well worth it. Here are the health style fiber challenge goals. 45 grams of fiber daily for adult men. 32 grams of fiber daily for adult women. If you're like Mer- many Americans, this will be more than double the amount of fiber you're eating today. But it's not a difficult goal to achieve once you learn how to choose high fiber healthy foods Meeting this health style fiber challenge will have a dramatic synergistic effect on your overall health, and it could be the most important a single change that you can make to your diet. Fiber has traditionally been the Rodney danger field of dietary subjects. Other than a nod to bowel health, the role of fiber doesn't get much respect. In part, this is because we used to believe that as fiber contained no protein, fat, carbohydrates, vitamins, or minerals, its role was very, pretty much to sweep through the digestive system and add bulk. Not much romance there. We thought that fiber was just cellulose and lignin, the woody part of plants and that its role was to absorb water and keep things moving along. We now know that fiber is not a single substance, but a powerful variety of compounds that have an important and broad-ranging effect on various bodily systems. What is fiber? It is the general name given to all indigestible carbohydrates. All fiber comes from plant foods, including fruits and vegetables, grains, legumes, Meat contains no fiber, and in the old days, fiber was divided into two categories, soluble and insoluble. While these two simple categories have morphed into a more sophisticated one, they still provide a basic understanding of the role of fiber. Soluble fiber, this is the fiber that dissolves in water. 
It plays an important role in lowering cholesterol levels and promoting cardiovascular health. It also helps regulate blood sugar levels, thus playing an important role in the management of diabetes. And finally, it contributes to maintaining optimum body weight because high-fiber foods tend to fill you up while being generally low in calories. Insoluble fiber, this is a fiber that does not dissolve in water. It adds bulk to the stool while it stimulates peristalsis, the intestinal contractions that move food through the digestive system. Now that we know that both types of fiber are present in many foods, experts prefer to define fiber in relation to its physiological benefits. For example, intestinal transit time to mitigate constipation and cancer, viscosity to escort cholesterol out from the system, and fermentability for the intestinal health. If you learn only a few lessons in health style, one of them should be a new respect for fiber and making an active effort to eat more of it. Fiber is an essential nutrient vital to our health. Here's a simple equation. High-fiber foods are also highly nutritious and are associated with health promotion. Low-fiber foods are generally less nutritious and are associated with a greater risk of disease. Another way to look at it is that people who consume the most fiber-rich foods are the healthiest from the standpoint of a whole host of health markers. In one study, it was found that the amount of fiber that people consume may better protect weight gain, insulin levels, and other cardiovascular risk factors than does the amount of total fat consumed. And as I mentioned before, Dr. Pratt's recommendation is based on fiber that is present in whole foods and not in fiber supplements. Fiber supplements may not contain the health-promoting anti-cancer and cardiovascular health nutrients that are present in whole, high-grain fiber foods. So what can fiber do for you? Well, a high-fiber diet has a whole host of health benefits. First and simplest being that these foods tend also to be packed with the disease-fighting phytonutrients. This would be reason enough to eat them, but there's more. High-fiber foods may be proven to provide very specific health benefits that promote cardiovascular health, digestive health, and improved glucose tolerance, as well as cancer prevention. Research has shown that the high-fiber diet may lower the risk of coronary heart disease. While soluble fiber mixes with water in the digestive tract, it forms a gel that acts as a mop, acts to mop up the cholesterol and escort it from the system. In one study, women who consumed the most cereal fiber were approximately 35% less likely to develop heart disease compared with those who ate the least fiber. In another study of 42,850 men, the health health professional follow-up study found that during a 14-year period, 
there was an 18% decrease in the risk for coronary heart disease in men with the highest daily intake of whole grains. And when adjusted additionally for the bran intake, those with the highest bran intake had a 30% reduced risk for the coronary heart disease. A recent body of research has pointed to the association of the C-reactive protein with inflammation and resulting heart disease. Another recent study found that the high fiber intake is inversely associated with C-reactive protein or CRP levels. In this study, those with the highest fiber intake had almost a 40% reduced risk of having high C-reactive protein compared with those with the participants with the lowest quintile of fiber intake. A high fiber diet can play an important role in both preventing diabetes and managing it. We know that by slowing digestion, fiber helps to reduce the rapid rise in blood sugar that occurs after eating foods that contain carbohydrates. One small study had impressive results for participants. The study group included 13 patients with type 2 diabetes. By the end of the study, those who ate 50 grams of fiber daily had seen a total cholesterol reduction of 6.7%, an LDL cholesterol reduction of 6.3%, and a triglyceride reduction of 10.2%, a very low-density lipoprotein cholesterol reduction of 12.5%, and blood blood glucose level reduction of 10%, and blood insulin level reduction of 12%. These patients achieved these results by consuming unfortified foods, particularly those high in cholesterol-lowering fiber, soluble fiber. While it's true that this is more fiber than most people are accustomed to eating, the health benefits were considerable. For example, the decrease in blood glucose levels was similar to that achieved by taking an oral hypoglycemic drug. High-fiber foods play a role, in some instances, controversial in fighting cancer. For example, while the relationship between high-fiber foods and colon cancer remains uncertain, at least two observational studies from from Europe and from the United States have found an inverse relationship between the total dietary fiber and the incidence of colon polyps or cancer. It's also been demonstrated that the high dietary fiber intake reduces risks for for rectal, breast, prostate, laryngeal, and ovarian cancers. We do know that the fiber can play an important role in preventing a reoccurrence of breast cancer. And now that thanks to better care, more and more women are living with the history of breast cancer it's important to adopt any and all strategies that could prevent reoccurrences. Epidemiological evidence overwhelmingly suggests that a diet low in unhealthy fat, rich in fruits and vegetables, is associated with the reduced risk for many primary cancers, including breast cancer. 
this type of diet also reduces the circulating estrogen levels in breast cancer survivors and could potentially stave off reoccurrence. In one study of breast cancer survivors, the intervention group had a significant increase in fiber from 22 to 29 grams a day and a significantly lower intake of fat. These women found that their levels of estrogen decreased significantly and the analysis of the data showed that this change was independently associated with the increased uh, increased fiber intake, but not the decrease in fat intake. As the author of the study said, dietary strategies that reduce estrogen stimulation may help reduce the risk of reoccurrence and improve the likelihood of survival in women with a history of breast cancer. Good news for those of us Trying to maintain an optimum weight, a high-fiber diet has been consistently associated with healthy weight maintenance. It's generally thought that the fiber may decrease calorie intake and promote weight loss by inducing satiety or the feeling of fullness, as well as reducing blood blood glucose concentrations following a meal. We know that the soluble fiber intake has been shown to be inversely associated with long-term weight gain. In a recent study, the daily consumption of either three apples or three pears, both fruits that are high in soluble fiber, was associated with weight loss in overweight women. And finally, the old news is still good news. High-fiber diet promotes normal bowel function and helps prevent constipation, hemorrhoids, and diverticulitis. So um, on Monday, I will be jumping into the dozen top fiber choices. I hope that you found this interesting. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, you can catch one of our leaders sharing some information on what's happening in the new skin world and um, potentially how to build a new skin business. With that, this is Susan Mann for, let's see, I think it's the 12th of May, 2023, signing out, and I wish you a great day. So there we have it, my friends, why we should be including that high fiber into our diets. I hope you found that to be of interest. Ran a little bit long today, but on Monday we'll start with the top. 12 choices for fiber intake, so hopefully that will be of interest to you as well. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to take the call off the recording and let us all go. Have a great weekend. If you have nice weather where you're at, get out and enjoy the great out of doors because that fresh air does have some micronutrients in it that are is good for you as well. Have a great day.